the people's passions. Hi. Hello. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And this is... The People's Passions! Pew, pew, pew! <laughs> okay, so today's episode... Very special! Very special because we have our first guest. Woo! <laughs> but before we get into that, we're going to share some mini passions from the week. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, one little thing I've been passionate about this week, and it's only Monday, so... You know. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is routine because mm. I've just been trying to like get in my routine and wake up earlier in the mornings, and it's amazing that if you follow the same routine, it gets easier to follow. That's Who'd true. Thunk it, and it feels so good to know what you're doing every day. Yeah, yeah, just like have it planned. Yeah, and, like and waking up early too. I think I talked about that in the last podcast a little bit, but um, just waking up early. I've been getting better at, which is really fun. Lucky you. Yeah. I'm great. still getting used to that. Yeah. But that's definitely something this week that I've been excited about. So how about you? Good. I like it. Um, so my mini passion for the week is having a home-cooked meal. Mm. Uh, it's just so <laughs> nice. You know when you have a long day yeah. and you get home and you get to eat fresh food yeah. that's been cooked or that you cooked? So Drew and I take turns cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to eat what he makes, but it's also nice to make my own food and then share it with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just something that I, I don't really like to cook unless I'm cooking, and then I love it. So <laughs> it's just, I'm not really sure. Like, you have to get over the hump of, like, starting? Right, and okay. just, like, doing something yeah. that you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that you think is going to be harder than what it really is. Okay, I feel you. So, yeah, that's my mini passion for the week is just having that opportunity and that privilege of being able to have home-cooked meals. Sick. Yeah. Good passion. Um, we are going to introduce our first guest. His name is Jamie. Jamie, you can say hi if you want to. I can talk now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We took the duct tape off his mouth, everyone. (laughs) I've been sitting here so patiently. (laughs) Yeah, so Jamie, um, I'll let you introduce yourself, but basically you just... A good pal that we went to Carol with, and just an overall passionate um, person, and someone we thought would be well suited to this podcast. So, absolutely. Do you want to tell all of the our our listeners, i.e., our moms, about <laughs> you, <laughs> what your uh, anything, what your overall passions yeah, just, are? Maybe we'll just give us a love to. brief introduction to who you are. Okay. Who are you really? Who are you? Who am and I? And we don't and even don't know lie. your last name yet. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who I am. <laughs> That's um, No, my name is Jamie Severson. I am from a little town called Belgrade, Montana. And it's like southwest Montana, for those of you that aren't from Montana. <laughs> Hannah's mom. <laughs> Thank you. And... My mom's not. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie's mom. <laughs> All the listeners today. Um, yeah, Belgrade, Montana. And I also went to Carroll College. And I studied communication and public health and graduated the same year as Katie and Hannah. So we're all the same age. And we became friends in college. And we were all passionate about lots of things in college. Yeah. Lots and lots of things. We yes. were very busy bees in college. It's true. Still are. Still are. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take on too much. So. Yeah, me too. So. Jamie. Oh. Well. 
I was just going to say, what are some of your overall passions? Like, yeah. I mean, not what you're oh. going to talk to us about today, but just what are some things you're passionate about in a really general sense? Yeah. Man, in general, I yeah. think hearing Katie talk about that just now, definitely cooking mm. is one of my passions, which is related to what I'm going to talk about today, but I'll <gasps> talk about that later. Foreshadowing! <laughs> I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, cooking is definitely a passion of mine. Um, I worked at a retail store where I did a lot of cooking, and I just came to love it, and now I cook every day. My roommate calls it gourmet. <laughs> it's not actually gourmet. Um, I'm also passionate about, like, when other people are passionate about things, which I think is why maybe why you invited me to be on the podcast today, but hearing other people talk about what they're excited about is really cool. And I am now an admission counselor at Carroll College, and we, re- we do recruitment for high schools, and so we go to different high schools and recruit them and talk to them like about what college would be right for them. And it's really cool to like see ways where people realize their passions and looking for their colleges. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's very exciting to watch. Awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Well, that's like- <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Time flies, right? But going back to what you said about hearing people talk about what they're passionate about. I just said about about <laughs> 40 times. <laughs> Anyways, that's kind of why we started this. Yeah. It's because yeah. we love being passionate about things and yeah. we love sharing it and hearing what yeah. other people have to say. And I was trying to find this stupid post and I couldn't find it. Um, but I swear there was like a Tumblr post a couple years ago that like was just circulating, circulating on everything but it just was basically saying this idea that like too often people will, like, have a conversation with a friend where they're, like, super excited about something, Mm -hmm. and then that friend is, like, a really bad listener, and they, like, kind of shoot them down, you know? And they're like, oh, that's lame, or, like, I don't get that, or they just don't care at all. Right, or they're, like, And so then that person, yeah, that person, like, thinks, like, oh, I guess I shouldn't talk about that anymore. I guess I shouldn't be so excited about that. And that was one thing that we were kind of thinking about was, like, we want to give a space where people are just pumped about different things, and maybe it's a hobby or you know, something you love, but just that it's, like, a space where we won't ever tell you to not, like, be excited about things. Yeah. Even if they're passionate about something dumb. Yeah. Like (laughs) olive oil. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! (laughs) 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 What's baby? (laughs) So, Jamie. Oh, what passion are you talking to today? (laughs) I'm going to be talking about olive oil. Oh, my. (laughs) I know, riveting. (laughs) Um, can you tell us a little bit about why... You're talking to us about olive oil today? Like, why Why was that something that jumped out for you? Mm-hmm. I would love to talk about it. I'm actually passionate about talking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the place I was talking about that I worked at in high school, um, it was a retail store. Are you going to name, do- name drop it? I don't know. Can I name drop it? I think so. I then we could get sponsored. Maybe they okay. can sponsor us. Okay. <laughs> and we did a cooking class. There, right? We did, we did. You yeah, did? Yeah, yeah last oh, summer. Okay, so cool. the, the store is called Olivelli, and it's in Bozeman, Montana, which is right next to Belgrade. And Southwest Montana. Southwest Montana. That's for my mom. mom. For Katie, Katie and Hannah's mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a retail store that sells, like, cooking ware and, like, different, like, spices and ingredients. And the main thing that they started selling was olive oil. And... The owner of the business, it's actually a really cool story. She graduated from University of Montana in business and started um, her own business with an olive oil franchise. And it went, the entire franchise went bankrupt in 
like their first like few years of the business. Wow. And they loved it so much that they decided to just start their own business in olive oil. Hmm. And so they they sort of rebranded everything, created Olivelli and started it from the ground up. And now the lady, her name is Brie Thompson. I'll name drop her because she's awesome. <laughs> she she's won various awards um, in the United States for being like uh really impressive business women that like it was like 20 under 40 or like something like that like she oh, won wow. one of those Sweet. those like awards for for being a young entrepreneur but she designed this like bag and box system where olive oil goes into these bags and they're essentially on tap in the store huh. and so traditionally olive oil is stored in these big metal canisters like a big drum and then the oil just sits in there mm-hmm. and they're actually really not sanitary. Ew. And so they get, like, nasty if you don't clean them very well. Ew. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about all yeah, the oil that oil. I <laughs> But this system she created is, like, completely sanitary. And so it's it's easy to transport and everything. So that's why she, like, did so well in her business. But I worked at that store for a few years and just learned more about olive oil than a normal person would ever learn about <laughs> olive oil. And I just love it so much. Because they had, like, this on-tap system had, like, 30 different flavors of olive oil. What? Can you give us some examples? Yeah, so... What are different? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it starts with a traditional olive oil that's... So it's extra virgin olive oil, which... Oh, can you talk about the classifications if you, yes, like, know about yeah. them? Yeah, okay. yeah, so extra virgin <laughs> is, like, the cream de la creme. It is the creme de la creme. <laughs> it is the best of the best. And what that means is they take the olives and they they do one cold press to get the, the olive oil out. Huh. And everything that comes out of that is extra virgin olive oil. Then the next grade down, a little bit lower grade, is called virgin olive oil. And that's where they like press the heck out of it to get more <laughs> oil out of it. And it's not as good quality. Huh. And then you get into like pomace oil which is they use heat and chemicals to get the oil out from, like, the sediments of the olive. Mm-hmm. And it becomes really poor-grade olive oil. And you'll see, like, a lot of stores will sell that in bulk as, like, cheap olive oil, but mm-hmm. it's really terrible. And you can still use it for cooking. You can ingest it and stuff, but it has no flavor grade, and it is not necessarily as good for you either. It, it It's closer actually to lamp oil than it is to extra virgin olive oil. (laughs) (laughs) And you can eat it. Oh no. Okay, so extra virgin's like raw. It's like the most raw of the okay. So it has the most like the most elements of the olive variety that you have. And so you'll have the most like flavor from that and it's like the highest quality olive oil. Hmm. But this this uh the store had traditional olive oil in like five different varieties and so they come from all different places in the world like there was one from greece there was one from morocco several from italy one from california and they all taste very different and it's interesting because when i first started working there i couldn't taste them at all Mm -hmm. like the differences i couldn't taste the differences at all i'd i'd taste one right next to the other and i was like they all taste like olive oil but the more i tasted them and used them i could I could tell different flavors in each of them and, like, the ways they were different. That's so interesting. And then my boss trained us how to taste olive oil. Okay. And so we had all these different types of foods in these cups, and they were covered so you couldn't see them. You could only smell them. Huh. And we had to smell them and tell the tell her what they were inside the cup. 
and then taste the olive oil and see which one of those notes they call it was in the olive oil. And there's well, like it's like red wine. It's like a small exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. It's very similar to wine tasting. That's so cool. And so like you'd smell oh. one, and you'd be like, okay, I think that's lavender, and like lavender is one of the notes you can taste in olive oil. And, like, a really common one is artichoke. Like, a lot of olive oil has an artichoke note to it. Really? Yeah, so if you if you taste or smell artichoke, a lot of times a really quality olive oil will have that. Um, so it's really fun to taste them all. But then they would infuse the traditional ones with flavors, like natural raw flavors, and they would have, like, oh, my gosh, they had, like, raspberry, strawberry, I remember I tried a pear one, I pear think. Pear is so That's good. That's so good, yeah. Yum. And, uh, oh, man, there's so many. And then they have, like herby ones there's like a tuscan herb caramelized garlic and like a truffle oil they're all so good yeah oh my gosh yeah i um, actually i brought some for you all to taste <gasps> yes <laughs> okay so jamie has he's brought tiny tiny shot glasses of olive oil i have so oh and they're cactus shot glasses for everyone wondering <laughs> they're beautiful they really are I bet they've never been used for olive oil before. Um, you might be surprised. <laughs> so I, I have three different kinds. Kay. And so I'm going to start you with the lower grade one. And so what I want you to do is just smell it and then just put a little bit in your mouth and just taste it. And so the lower grade ones, they don't have as much flavor and you cannot smell them as much. I didn't, yeah, smell anything. So could you smell it at all? No. Can you smell anything? No, it doesn't smell... It. It doesn't smell any different than, like, vegetable oil right. or, like, cooking spray. Oh, it almost tastes, like, waxy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. Okay. Not a huge fan. So that one, it's actually labeled extra virgin olive oil, but it's very common for stores to mix it with other oils. Oh. And so that one's actually Whoa. mixed with other oils. <laughs> that's so, so sneaky. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it has, like, vegetable oil or sunflower oh my, oil that's, in it. It literally smells like vegetable yeah. oil. Yeah. Okay, oh. so here's the next one. This one's a little higher grade oil, and you can usually smell it a little bit more. It's got some fruity notes to it. Yeah, I can. That smells way better. It even tastes so different. That's so. Isn't weird. that crazy? Yeah. So this is, this is like a pretty basic extra virgin olive oil. It's not super expensive. It's it's easy to find these at stores like Costco and um, even like Walmart and stuff. Will sometimes have like <coughs> decent olive oils like yeah. this, and so it's a pure extra virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed with that one is that it leaves a little more of an aftertaste, you know, so you're still, like, tasting yes. the end of it, you know? And I that agree. first one, it was like, okay, bye. Like, it was just done. And this one has a huge artichoke taste to it. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of banana, actually. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and this okay, last one. Okay, is this one, the fancy? <laughs> this is super, super, super good olive oil. It's straight out of Italy. Ooh. So my roommate went down there to visit his brother, who's in the army down there, and he actually shipped me this bottle of olive oil. Oh, my God. Which is not recommended, because sometimes it can reduce the quality depending on how it's shipped. But it's super high-quality olive oil. And you'll notice right away you can smell it like crazy. Oh my... Wow. <laughs> Isn't That's that cool? <laughs> so it's got a much stronger smell to it, and then the taste is just, like, really strong. Yum. And I will say that this is... That smells just... It just... I want to eat. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Put that on some bread. Like, <laughs> oh my, that's so good. Yeah, that smells delicious. Put it with and it some tastes good. Balsamic. Oh my gosh. Yum. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely like ten steps above. That's crazy. It like, yeah, it like leaves a taste on your lips almost too. And like, this, yeah, this one it actually is one of the strongest olive oils I've ever had. Really? And so it's. I just wanted to show you the difference with this mm-hmm. one, but this one has like like peppery 
Yeah, 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 it has yeah. more of a savory. Like it's almost spicy. Yeah, it yeah. smells. Oh, I was gonna say so it good. smells kind of spicy. That it just it. reminds me more of food. I don't know, like yeah. the Ugh. first one especially, like nothing that it reminded me of a crayon, not food. You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. one's like let me cook something in that. Yeah, yeah no, that's so true. <laughs> that's so, so fun. Wow. And so we we experiment with them at our our house sometime. My roommate and I love to cook, and so we'll. We'll cook with one of the basic ones, and then we'll cook the same meal with one of the crazy ones. And by crazy, I mean the high-quality ones. <laughs> and you can actually, like, like my, if my roommate's cooking with them, I can come home and know that he's using the really good oil by the way it smells oh, in our house. That's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. Um, okay, a couple questions for you. Number one. Um, so you talked about, like, cooking with olive oil, and that last one especially, that, like, just makes me want to cook. What is, like, your favorite thing to cook with, like, a really high-quality olive oil? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's not necessarily cooking, okay. but um, I, the way I like to taste a really good olive oil, if I first get one, yeah. is to make some really good pasta. And really good pasta just has one ingredient, the flour. Mm-hmm. And, like, good Italian pasta just has, like, one basic kind of flour or something. Yeah. But yeah. So you, like, boil it get it ready to eat and then literally put salt and pepper on it and then drizzle the olive oil on top mm. of warm pasta. And when it's so good. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. When it's warm like that, it like activates the sense in it really well. And so it just becomes really aromatic when you're eating it. Oh my God. So that's it. If you want to taste olive oils, like a lot of stores will have just like plain bread or something to taste with them. Yeah. yeah. So a good way to eat with them is just eat <coughs> pasta. Huh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of my favorite things, but okay. I love, I'm like a huge breakfast fan, so oh, I love cooking eggs in the morning in yeah. like a million different ways, and I always use like really good olive oils when I cook my eggs, because yeah. it just, it like, you can turn it into a gourmet meal. Like my, my boss would always say like, the quality of the meal that you make is dependent on what kind of oil you use. That's so funny, because wow. I don't think most people would yeah. think that, you know? So when you were working at Olivelli, what was your favorite weird kind of olive oil? Like not yeah, because like besides just a really high quality flavors. extra virgin. Yeah, and I, I remember trying a bunch of them when we were there mm-hmm. for that um, that cooking class. Like mm-hmm. I remember trying the pear and like some of the balsamic vinegars, like the raspberry one. I just remember yeah. that was so good. Yeah. But what is your favorite kind? My and, f- and why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and why? My favorite one from Olivelli was it was one that. When people would come in and try it, they either loved it or they hated it. Mm-hmm. But it was a truffle-infused olive oil. Okay. Oh, Can so, you describe uh, the flavor of truffle? Because for me, I, like, can't... Yeah. It's a what hard it flavor to describe. Is it, like, mushroomy? It's, like... it's a type of mushroom, so... Okay. M- mushroomy is maybe the best way to describe <laughs> okay. it, but you, you really don't know until you try it. But, yeah. I mean, the, the truffle-infused olive oil was, was definitely my favorite. Mm. And a lot of people would come in asking for truffle oil. Okay. And truffle oil does not exist. <laughs> no, what? I feel like because I've heard of it. I know. So why are they saying that? <laughs> because uh, mushrooms are water-based, and so they don't have oil in them. So any truffle oil that someone goes to purchase is actually some sort of oil infused with truffles. Huh. So wow. <laughs> That's so fascinating. In my opinion, olive oil is the best one to infuse for truffle oil, so it's, like, really good. But And then there's varieties, like, there's black truffle and white truffle. And white truffle is a lot more expensive, so it's harder to find. Does it have a difference in flavor? It does. Okay, what? I, you can't even describe the flavor, I don't know. <laughs> white truffles may be a little more strong in flavor, okay. but okay. yeah, you really got to try them for yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's so fascinating. But yeah, the truffle's delicious. Damn. 
Okay, so how would you, um, I don't know, so when you're talking about this passion with somebody who, like, doesn't care about cooking or, like, why should somebody who doesn't care about that care about olive oil, you know? Yeah. Like, what is, yeah. what do you think is so cool about olive oil specifically, you know? I think it's really hard to tell someone why they should cook with good <laughs> olive oil. Because my, my parents, for one, were, were ones that I always were like, you need to get good olive oil. And they would always, like, hide their olive oil when I would come over because I would always smell it and tell them that it was terrible. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah, it's like, this they is like, not high go. quality. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's hard to tell someone. It's easier to show them. So okay. I, think, I think if, like, you invite people over and cook for them. Yeah. And, like, you can make the simplest thing with, like, really good olive oil. And they're like, wow, this is, like, amazing. Like, yeah. what did what'd you use to cook it? And it, you know, like, Italian cooking is very simple. Like, yeah. they use, like, a few ingredients. Yeah. And part of that is that they're using high-quality ingredients. Right. Well, and it's cooked with love. That's yeah. sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. that's one thing I... And you can talk about your Italy experience, too, maybe, with this. But I just found that, like, the most simple dishes were were made with, like, so much love and, like, passion that they tasted so different than, like, yeah. if I were to try to put them together at home, you know? Because, like, yeah. someone's lifeblood is, like, that focaccia and right. that, like... Totally. Just, yeah, I don't know. I, I always thought that was so cool because you're right, it is totally simple, but it's, like, every single dish is just so much... It's it So much love is put into yeah. every single, like, simple touch that it was just my favorite thing. Well, and know? I think every ingredient, especially in Italy, they... From start to finish, like, if it's cheese, like, all the way back to, like, the cow. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, really quality. Like, yeah. how the it's cow's raised. It's not, like, factory farm it's all, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's farm very, to table. Yeah. It's all very purposeful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I mean, there was, there was my favorite dish I had when I was in Italy was a pasta that had literally Parmesan cheese and cracked pepper on it. Cagio e Pepe. Yeah. That was my favorite dish <laughs> I had. So good. And it was like, I think it was like three total ingredients in the yeah. whole thing. And it was so good. Oh, yeah. I remember I had this, uh, this really thin focaccia, like almost like a flatbread pizza, but not a pizza. It was like, um, really thin cut prosciutto, arugula, but they call it rocket cause it's like from, mm-hmm. uh, London or something weird. But, um, so it was this- a sandwich. but it was like a flat like (laughs) like a pizza kind of i don't know but it just the okay do you remember this documentary episode we watched the like salt fat heat something with the focaccia where they like hand made it with the olive oil okay that's just it was like this thin focaccia with like just this beautiful prosciutto and i could have eaten it for the rest of my life oh man so good getting hungry now yeah me too (laughs) yeah what is something that you feel like you've gained from this passion like I think with our passions what we really like is how they teach us something and how we learn more about ourselves yeah so what do you think is something that you've gained from olive oil in that way honestly I think a world perspective in a lot of ways because when I think about traveling or when I, like, when I think about cooking, for sure, but when I think about traveling to different places, mm-hmm. in my mind, I think of it in a food context. I'm like, okay, this place has this food, this place has that food, and, like, the, like, main thing I would, like, book my trips around is, like, how we can get to ourselves in a position where we're at, like, a local market where it's, like, yeah. mm-hmm. traditional food that they yeah. would they would cook in their community and, like, just, like, immerse yourself into that and, like, experience the foods they make 
And I think you can, you can experience that in your kitchen every time you cook. Like when I cook a, like a, an Italian meal, it just reminds me of, of like when I was in Italy, but also like if I cook like a curry or something, like I've never been to India, but it's like, you almost get a taste of that culture and you can learn about the history of like all the food you're cooking. That's another thing I love doing is like, whether it's spices or like different ingredients that are just like kind of out there. Yeah. I love to learn about where they come from and why yeah. they are that way. That's super Well, we cool. have a professor at Carroll that teaches history of food, <laughs> and she, like, wrote a book on the history of coffee, and Jamie and I and a couple other friends went to this, like, um, history of coffee dinner, and all of the meals were, like, tied to, like, different parts of coffee, and they were, that like, paired so with drinks. Cool. It was, One of the it best the experiences best. It was amazing. of my life. Like, <laughs> it was so well, cool. Okay, what actually, go buy the book. I um, to Jeanette Fergulia. What is it called right there? A Rich and Tantalizing Brew by Jeanette Fergulia. She's another one that, like, just loves food and loves the way that it, like, brings people together. And, yeah, so I would highly recommend if you're looking for, like, a fun read that will teach you a little something. That's a good book. So, Jeanette Fergulia is on the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. We should ask her. She would do a fantastic job. We're actually job. only going to talk about food for now. <laughs> Sorry, this is a food podcast. <laughs> we changed our minds. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's uh, so fun. Um, I did so have, cool. okay, so... You were you have several years of experience at an olive oil place <laughs> under your belt. Like that is so unique and you have this passion for olive oil. Your job has zero to do with that. Your major in college <laughs> has zero to do with that, which is common I think for a lot yeah. of our passions and you know kind of odd jobs that we have. But why I guess do you think that that is important for us to have things like that? Because I know for myself, too, I have things that I love that have nothing to do with, like, my professional growth or, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I don't know, can you just talk a little bit about that, like, what it means to you to have these things and these years of experience in an area where you're, it's not going to be your professional life, but yeah. it's, like, something that you're excited about. So, yeah. I don't totally. know what you think about that, but... That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you put four years of experience of all of knowledge <laughs> on a resume and it's not going to get you very far in most cases. But, but what is it? I mean, it does. But what does it yeah. show though? Cause I think it shows something. Right? No. Yeah, totally. And I, I would not trade it for anything because yeah. that is something that I am passionate about. Yeah. And it started with a love for cooking yeah. and it evolved into so much more. You know, mm-hmm. I have a, a love for baking and a love for literally just olive oil specifically, <laughs> which is so random and so specific, but I love that part about like my, my history yeah. and like my life is that I, I know those things. And I, I think everyone needs something like that in their life because it brings you joy. Yes. And it's like, absolutely. You know, like that's, that's and it's not for anyone else, you know, exactly. It's just for, for you. And it's what or... this podcast is about. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm passionate about olive oil and like, no, that's not going to help me get a job. No, but in does what I'm everything doing. have to help you get a job? Like, no, but it's uh, <laughs> such a deep question. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think, I think people focus too much on like their resume and what they're doing in their careers and they forget to like be a human being and have things that they love to do and like are passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I get home from work, like I actually, before I get home from work, (laughs) I am thinking about what I'm making for dinner (laughs) and it's like the best part of my night. Like that's why I love Katie's mini passion of the week. Cause I, I love getting home and making food Yeah. Yeah. and my roommate and I will just like, we'll bounce ideas off of each other and then we'll just get really excited and then we'll like start cooking and like we'll go to the grocery store if we have to, but like we'll just make something really fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like that's such a cool thing. And I think yeah. food just brings people together. It does. Well, and, and I, I love too when I make something in the kitchen, just like 
out of the whim, yeah. and it's, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? Yes. And, you, and you didn't plan it out, but you're throwing stuff together, yeah. and it's good, and I feel always so proud. Yeah. I'm like, I made this! Yeah. You know? It's so... Just, I love it. Yeah, so and I fun. feel like we, we put really good meals with good friends, like, in moments, you yeah. know? So, like, when we think of, like, a trip or a really good day, like, at least so often for myself, it's like, oh, and, like, that meal is so good. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there was such good conversation. It just, it's a moment. And it's, yeah. like, it's a moment where you're making a commitment to, like, you don't have to get something done. You don't have to work on homework. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do something professional. You just are, like, dedicated to the thing in front of you, which is cooking a good meal and enjoying it with a person. Yeah. And, like, that's so beautiful. To it's the best it. type of art because it's, yeah. like, you create oh, sure. something. <laughs> And then you get to eat it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like just this is a weird touch too, but like dishes are like my favorite chore. And like That is weird. So, that that's, is very that's weird. That's very weird. <laughs> okay, thanks. No, but it's just there is something satisfying about seeing something through from the beginning of the seed of an idea of a meal yeah. to cooking it, to executing it, to yeah. decorating it, to putting it on a plate, to eating it, to doing the dishes, putting them away. Like there's just such a there's such a completion in that that I think is just really cool. And if I'm passionate about food, you're passionate about dishes. <laughs> perfect. We should make meals together because that's perfect. And I'll eat. <laughs> Great. This the, is a good team we got going here. We're the tripod we never need, we need, we What? <laughs> we never need, we need, we Oh my gosh, what am I saying? All I can think Don't about Don't edit that food. out. <laughs> Talking about olive oil and food just takes over your mind and then you say crazy things. And... I always say something weird. And I end up... <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, oh, wow. I love it. Well, do you have any parting thoughts, words of wisdom, words of olive oil, words of. Oh, man. <laughs> if the olive oil could talk, what would if it say? If olive oil cream, could speak. Cream de la creme. <laughs> cream de la creme, speak. last word. <laughs> Olive oil would say cold press only. Oh, (laughs) wow. Oh, wait, I do have one more question. This is a stupid question, but I was thinking about it. Do you use green or black olives to make olive oil? Um, Usually green, yeah. So I think the the type is called Kalamata olives. I don't think I pronounced that right, but... Kalamata! Kalamata! That's another thing that can change the variety is the type of olive, because there's... Really? Oh, I thought um, it was going to be how you pronounce this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it wrong or else Sorry. it'll taste bad. How you pronounce it makes it taste different. It's true. No, but there's a million type of green olives, mm-hmm. types of green olives, and the different olives you use makes, like, a different type of olive oil. And, like, there's, there's things all the way down to, like... So, the woman I worked with, that I worked for, her name was Brie... She was declared an olive oil savant, which is like... <laughs> like a sommelier! <laughs> yeah, so it, there's only like a handful of people in the world that have this certification. Cool. And she, when she tastes an olive oil, she can tell you if the olives were harvested late or early in season. Oh my gosh. If the <laughs> olives so were cool. frozen at some point in their, in their journey before they, it was turned into olive oil. And then all sorts of things like the region that it was grown in, and like the I type bet, like, of olive. I bet like the the um what's it called altitude. I bet plays a big altitude's role too. a big one. Yeah, totally. Oh my god, that's so cool. That's such a cool thing. And what like, an amazing craft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if there was like a banana orchard down the way, you can actually taste that. Stop it. In the olive oil, what like in heck? some different way. Yeah, it's wow. fun. Wow. What is a good like price point at the grocery store? Because I oh, always yeah. oh, that's like, a good question. How much do I spend on on olive oil? 
you know, where I'm like, I want to be economically friendly, but I don't want crap olive oil, you know? A lot of the ways you can tell is, I mean, if you have like a $6 bottle of olive oil, it's probably not great quality. Okay. Another thing is if it's in a glass bottle, it's probably a little bit more quality. Plastic bottles just tend to scream like they were manufacturing a bunch of it and it's not the best quality. Right. Okay. But I think, like, I mean, if you have a bottle that's, like, I don't know measurements, like, maybe 500 milliliters or so, probably, like, 15 to $20 wow. is, like, a good price range. Yeah, it's hard to justify that for me, you know, yeah. when I'm, like, on a budget, but I know that it's so much better, like... But think about yeah. this. You're going to cook <laughs> almost every meal with some sort of olive right, oil, yeah, like, right. cooked yeah, in it, Yeah, and like, right now I'm using, like, my $4 oh, know, yeah. Walmart bottle, and it's, right. like... And, like, put it in your pan to cook with... Put yeah. it over salads for salad dressing. Yeah, yeah. And you can, like, you can do all sorts of things with it, and yeah. it's just, like, all around. You can put it on your skin. It's a beauty product. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I actually, I tried that out because my coworkers talked about how they would use olive oil as, like, a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And I started, when I'd get out of the shower and, like, my face was super clean, I would put just a dab of olive oil in my fingers, rub it, and put it on my face. And it, like, cleared up my acne. And I what? had, like, I had super, like, radiant skin for the longest time. What the heck? I feel like people do that stuff with coconut oil, but yeah. I think more and more they're, like, discovering it's not as and, good. Yeah. Because yeah. it's still, like, fat. Out, yeah, <laughs> like, saying, it's still... No. Yeah. yeah, I think huh. olive oil is, like... And people cook with coconut oil a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if that's actually... Well, the reason that olive oil's, like, healthier is that it's not a saturated fat. Yeah, there you go. So it's, like... You can tell because it's, like, liquid at room temperature. Right. So the way it is at room temperature is how it's going to be in your body. So, like, butter is solid at room temperature, so it's going to be solid, and it's going to, like, clog your arteries. Yeah. Olive oil is liquid. And, like, a lot of people think coconut oil is so healthy, but it's a saturated fat. Right, right. It's very high in fat, yeah. Huh. That's that's a super good point. I didn't even think of that. Because I've learned about those things in biochem, but, like, actually relating them to, like... The products in front of you, you know, yeah. it's like takes an extra step. So I always wow. And one of my coworkers came in with, uh, she had hypertension. She had really high blood mm-hmm. pressure, and she all she did was switch out cooking with butter to cooking with olive oil, and her hypertension is pretty much gone. That's like, amazing. Her blood pressure went way down, wow. and she lost weight too. Wow. But you gotta be careful because it is very high in fat. So sure, like, sure. Right. So yeah, balance balance your fat intake. Like but yeah. but if you're already eating, you know, X amount of fat during the day, but it's it's an, it's a saturated fat, then switch oh, totally. to a yeah. Wow. That's so cool. That's so cool. I learned so much. <laughs> I did too. I have to be honest when when we've talked about Hannah and I were like maybe Jamie could talk about olive oil. <laughs> I was just like. I'm not sure what there's to talk about. <laughs> I, I knew. I freaking knew. That's what everyone thinks. Jamie <laughs> loves olive oil more than most things. Oh, I learned so, so much. Oh, that was man. so pleasantly surprising. I loved it. It's so fun. Katie had low expectations. I'm sorry. <laughs> but now I know. I know so many things. No. Wow. Think, yeah. We're okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much yeah, for being on. This has been so fun. Thanks it's for like, inviting me. Obviously, we all talk all the time, but it's just fun to like... You Learn know, invite more. a space where you can just go yeah. for a while, and that's yeah. yeah, that's so fun. No, it's fun. No one, no one ever listens when I want to talk about olive oil. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think this I ever perfect. would have had the opportunity to talk about yeah. this yeah. with you. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. super cool. Yeah, uh, send us an email if you want to. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, we have an email. The people's passions at gmail dot com. Be nice. I keep saying yeah. that. Don't send us hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Hannah's so freaked out about hate mail. <laughs> I'll send you recipes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, No, really, if you have a 
if you have a passion you want to come and talk about on the show, or we could do like a phone interview, Ooh, yeah. um, whatever. So, yeah. Um, how about you uh, cultivate your passions and uh, share them with people? All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. Hey. Um, sorry, we're oh actually not gosh. done yet. <laughs> Jamie, do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, so we had to do a little outro because I just had a crazy realization. So, the strongest oil that like we tried today, like the delicious like food, I would just drink from the cup olive yep. oil. The one that we were raving about. I was just thinking about how strong it is. And I looked at the bottle, and it's all in Italian, which is why I didn't realize this before. But it says Tartufo Bianco, which I just Googled. That means white truffle. Uh, mind blown. So what the heck? That's the oil I was talking about that's, like, really hard to describe. Yeah. And it's I also, think you even said that. And you were, like, yeah. it's super rare. It is rare. It's, like, it's expensive. Like, it's hard to find. Yeah. And, um, I don't think my roommate knew this when he shipped it to me from Italy because it's in Italian. <laughs> But that's why this is like the strongest oil. But wow, wow, yeah, wow. <laughs> we just we <laughs> sat crazy. all over. That. <laughs> I'm a it. little shook. That's all we have I'm to say. But uh, cultivate um, your passions. Share it with people. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Happy oiling. What? <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs>